Thank you for listening to The Way of Consciousness here on the Way of Consciousness Radio Network. Programming to inspire you. You are listening to The Way of Consciousness Radio Network. Programming to help you explore and rediscover and remember your inner divinity. This is a production of the Order of the Friends of Yeshua. The Order of the Friends of Yeshua community was created to offer support to those who continually seek to embody the Christ message of love, forgiveness, compassion, oneness, and peace. OFJ is not interested in creating yet another worldly structure which could by its very nature set itself apart and seeks not to focus on the personhood of Yeshua Jesus, but to share in the divine realization that he came to share with us, which is that we are all created in the image and likeness of God, and that the kingdom of God is within. OFJ community is an all-inclusive community of spiritual seekers. We offer dialogue and studies for deep inner spiritual development and seminary courses for ordained ministry if you feel called to be a part of OFJ community or to receive our monthly newsletter please send an email to ofjcommunity at gmail.com we'll be happy to send you information about membership in the various programs we offer in these times of great change OFJ community's mission is to offer spiritual support friendship and direction to all now to our program this is the way of consciousness well good evening and welcome into the show this evening here i'm linda marie nelson coming to you live this evening from nashville tennessee and i'll be joined in conversation in a moment with uh, father michael sherbert from the great state of nebraska and bishop lee allen peterson from the great state of texas but I'd just like to say that we're live every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, et cetera, across the, the country. And we have a call-in number, and we invite you, those of you who are listening live tonight on the 27th of January, we invite you to call in and join the conversation. The number here, direct line to this live studio, is 347, area code, then 237-5625. Again, that's area code 347 Two three seven five six two five, and so we just um, we just celebrated uh, Christmas and uh, the birth of the Christ consciousness, or the expansion of the awareness of the Christ consciousness within each of us. And uh, this evening, we're going to we're as we approach the 2012 uh, New Year time in a few days, uh, we thought we might talk about how we might expand that consciousness, uh, ways to expand that inner awareness and and, and perhaps decide in 2012 to, to um, live more of the Christ uh, consciousness within our innermost being. So that will be kind of the focus this evening for our show. Again, if you're interested in joining uh, in any of our other classes that we have on Skype uh, during the month, you are uh, encouraged to send us an email at ofjcommunity at gmail.com. So, without further ado, I'd like to welcome first uh, Father Michael Sherbet. Uh, Father Michael, thank you for being here this evening. How are you, and how's the weather in the Nebraska? Well, thank you for having me, and yes, it's been a beautiful day. We've had... Uh, a nice sunshiny day with uh, temperatures in the 50s. Um, wow! You know, almost short sleeved weather for us here. So, That's really uh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a wonderful uh, day. Day, and, and uh, I'm so glad, of course, to be here. Well, we're we're delighted you could join us. And uh, Lee Peterson, out of the great state of Texas, welcome to the show. And how are you? I'm doing well, thank you, Linda Marie. And it's beautiful in Texas. Well, it was beautiful. Now it's night. Well, we have a beautiful night. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we had some rain here today in Nashville, but um, thank goodness it wasn't anything heavy or severe. So uh, we're supposed to have some sunshine for the next few days. But temperature's only in the 40s, but sunny, so that won't be 
too difficult uh, at all to handle. So uh, we're just we're just grateful to you know I'm just personally grateful to be here and excited about some events that are going to be taking place here in Nashville. And I, any of you who are listening in the Nashville area, um, I'm involved in a couple of events, and I would certainly like to encourage you to um, uh, check out ScarrettBennettCenter.org. Um, we're going to be having a, it's called The Big, it's a spiritual, integral, interfaith uh, uh, workshop sponsored by Wisdom House here, which is an interfaith center. And there are going to be many, many, many guest speakers. And um, I was fortunate enough to invite two wonderful filmmakers, uh, Kel Kearns and Cynthia Lucas, who have made several documentaries, one about Rumi that's been on public television, and they're going to premiere their newest uh, uh, film, Globalized Soul, which is about the workings of, of, of interreligious groups uh, communicating and working towards peace around the world, which is a wonderful film, and we'll be premiering it here both on February 4th, 2012, and February 5th, 2012. So I'm very excited to be a part of that and encourage you to, if you're a Facebook person, you can go to Globalized Soul on Facebook, or you can just... Google uh, Globalized Soul or go to their website, uh, www.globalizedsoul.com, and get all of the information. And they'll be here in Nashville again, February 4th and 5th. And uh, I'm I'm very, very blessed um, uh, to be a part of that event and encourage uh, you to seek a, a, f- a showing of that film in the country. I think you can search on online. And, um, in fact, I'd like to share that uh, both Kel Kearns and Cynthia Lucas are now in India. They were invited by uh, Gandhi's son to do a documentary about the life of Gandhi. So as we speak, they are working with uh, Gandhi's son, and they are beginning to film a new documentary uh, about the life of Gandhi. And they're going to follow in the footsteps and actually travel many of the pathways and uh, and uh, exactly the way Gandhi did. So that ought to be interesting. Sounds exciting. So, Bishop Lee. Where would you like to begin with tonight's discussion as we approach 2012 in, um, you know, living more of the, uh, as we expand the Christ consciousness within each of our hearts, how can we live that more and more? Yes, that's, that, that's, uh, that, that's what I want to focus on tonight, uh, And I think that when we do focus on living, being the Christ in the world, we have to realize that this spirit that's indwelling us, if we allow it, if we're willing to allow it to take over, then we will be living this Christ life and being Christ in the world. So, am I cutting in and out? No, you're fine. Okay. What we're going to talk about tonight is this one life that we're living, the life that we're living now. And what we're going to talk about is a state of perfectly clear awareness within a state or quality or dimension of consciousness. But before we do that, let's just take a few moments and pause and simply allow the body to relax. And let's take a few deep breaths. Let go of anything that's gripping the mind. 
Let the things that need to be done just sit on the shelf for a while. And let's just take a few moments and do that. Let's just come into the present moment. So now we've entered a space in which we're fully alert and not worried about those things that are in the world. So, beloved friend, imagine abiding without a physical body and yet having awareness. Now, this should not be difficult since you do it each night while you sleep. You do it when you daydream. It occurs occasionally while making love and while watching television. In fact, each and every one of you experiences the quality of awareness several times during each and every day when you forget yourself. That is, you forget your embodied existence. The difference being that in your world, you come back to your senses. That is, you come back to embodied existence. We can take a long time in talking about forgetting ourselves. Because in this state of forgetting ourselves, another state becomes available to us that we just sort of slip into and enter into. That state is the state of divine consciousness, our cosmic consciousness. We are so absorbed in the living presence of the world around us and the world within us that we totally lose sight of ourselves. Have any of you experienced that? Linda Marie, Father Michael? Oh, all the time. <laughs> yes, yes. All the time. Sometimes I, 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 I come back to to the present moment and I, I forget where I am. You know, it's kind of a little bit, you know, startling, you know, when I realize I'm somewhere or I just lose all awareness of, of my body. But that's sort of like, you know, when we forget our body, what are we truly forgetting? We're forgetting our egos. Mm-hmm. The body is still present, and the ego is still present. But we've gone beyond the body and beyond the ego. And what's important to recognize is that we still exist. So that should tell us something about what our true nature is. Imagine, though, a state in which there simply is no physical form, and you are abiding as consciousness itself. Yes, you have awareness, and you have form, but that form of energy has not condensed into the third dimension. You have friends, that is, you have other consciousnesses with which you are in perfect communication. Now, what's interesting is that you don't have to, you you, you can glimpse this consciousness, and as you glimpse this consciousness and enter into it more and more, then this consciousness, which is you, which is available all the time, but more expansive than the consciousness that you normally uh, are aware of when you're embodied. So, and and then what happens is that the your consciousness becomes more and more stable in this, shall we say, fourth dimensional consciousness. 
Do you find that to be true, Linda Marie? Father Michael? Um, from my own perspective, absolutely. Um, we come into that place of shared oneness, of a shared experience. Uh, some may refer to it as communion. Um, again, most of us live in this life from what we call that third dimension, and yet that fourth dimension is simply a shift, a small shift, into this state we are experiencing and talking about tonight. It's interesting yes. when you... Uh Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just think it's interesting when you, when you, at the moment that you become aware of the things you are not really aware of, you know, like your body and the present moment and the conditions surrounding you at that moment. It's, it's just a really interesting experience, and uh, and we forget that we do it all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's really learning to focus on that which we do normally. Um, and and learning how to do that consciously, you know, to to have yes. the intention of of doing that and going within and and uh, letting go of, you know, the world around us. So the word is intention. Yes, I think so yeah. for me. That's right. When you when you uh, make an intentional effort, if you will, to be to enter into this. Um, an effort is not a good word because it, it, you, it's almost an effortless effort. <clears throat> mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a simple, it's a simple intention, mm-hmm. and you slip into it as you relax. So, just for a moment, let's go ahead and do this. Let us just sit back. Take a deep breath and imagine, if you will, what it would be like not to have a body. Are there any colors that come to mind? Notice them. Pay attention to them. Are there any images that come to mind? Notice them. Pay a moment's attention to them. And let's remember this ancient truth that you cannot imagine that which you have not experienced. For imagination is the picturing in the conscious mind. That picturing must come forth from something. With this in mind, then, what we realize is that it's exactly right. We have, even if we haven't noticed it, experienced this state before. We experience it every night when we're sleeping. And we experience it at those moments when we are, let's say, enraptured in something. So we look at the mind then. And mind as we know it can only picture what is or has been. It can find ways at times to bring it back into the third dimensional experience, but that does not mean that it is new. You know, there was a movie out a while back called Apocalypto. Mm -hmm. Did you guys see that? I did not. Oh. (laughs) Excuse me. Well, at the end of the movie, 
towards, I guess, towards the end of the movie, the Spanish were coming to land in New Mexico. And this takes place uh, around the Aztecs, the Mayans. And the natives there did not see the ships. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I do remember that story. And and that's that's exactly what the mind is like. You see, they had no reference point. They had no idea. They had never experienced anything like that before, so it wasn't there for them. Mm-hmm. And so anything that comes to mind that you experience, uh, a mystical experience, an experience of heaven. Those are all things that you have already experienced. So anything that you can imagine is something that you've already somehow experienced. That's amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Linda Marie, do you want to take it from there? I'm not sure where you are exactly. Bottom of page 202. As you were um, abiding in the state just a moment ago, uh, or before even coming into being burst into this this particular lifetime, uh, you were in relationship. And most of us were, you know, multidimensionally aware that as well, while we had a predominant level of energy, um, we were aware that we were surrounded at all times by other dimensions and, and um, uh, apparently we were able to communicate at that higher frequency. And uh, this, this is a challenging uh, dialogue for me. So I'm not sure where this is going. What do you mean? Why don't you Why don't you do this? So you are, you are Father Michael. It's interesting because in this predominant awareness, this multidimensional awareness. Consciousness is itself that communication in that all experiences of what we call ultimate reality abide and shows forth, or shines forth. This is a communication with life and being life, I think. It is the experience of communication between all of these multidimensional realities, which are a part, innately a part of our being and the being, the one being that we all share at that level of existence. It's not a matter of thinking. It's not a matter of speaking. But it is a matter of being in what we would term communion. Then there was a moment for each and every one of you when the decision was made within your consciousness, within your mind, that conditions were appropriate for you to again incarnate. Again, we're Seeing a reality in the an intent by this shared consciousness.
consciousness of stepping down from fourth or higher dimensions back into what we call the third dimension. We intentionally choose for all of the many reasons we may be aware of to experience our life as consciousness again. That's right. This what we're what we're dimension. talking about here what we're talking about is when we leave the third dimension and, and we, we come to realize ourselves as multidimensional beings. Mm-hmm. And then we, when we incarnate into the third dimension, we become, uh, we don't lose our multidimensional uh, aspects of us. However, we do tend to condense and right. to concentrate, if you will, into this third dimension, which is which is why separation is allowed to exist. Right. That that's how the thought of separation came to be. It, it, it's a, a a condensing thought, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we lose sight of the truth of our multidimensional. Are, are even holographic nature. And so what this is saying is that then you make a conscious decision. I'm going to incarnate again. It, it's like we go, and, and this is exactly what we're talking about when we're practicing uh, this clear awareness, excuse me, and not being embodied, but yet we're still aware. Mm-hmm. You see, uh, so then when we condense, and why do we come back? Well, most of the time we come back. A lot of times we come back because we feel compassion, and that is we looked upon the third dimensional realm and saw it suffering and yearned to bring light to this dimension in which we now find ourselves. Yet even this stems forth from the reason or the perception that we must do something to correct what's occurring. Right. You see? So again, and, there are many, many factors that attract the soul, again, to condense into physical form or into what we call incarnation. Even even Christ, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> even Christ. Uh, which which it, it's it's compassion. That is that is the 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 compassion for the people living here in darkness. You see. And this perception of needing to make correction, uh, it's still in us, you see. Even when we come down here, we lose sight of the fact that, oh, yeah, you know, I'm incarnating to bring light. What we we find, though, is that we still have this yearning to correct things that we perceive is wrong. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that becomes that becomes our central focus. You see, our central focus becomes well. We must correct this situation. We, we it's an innate, it's an it's a um, it's an innate quality that we have within us that wants to seek to correct. So so, uh, but the real thought was we came to bring light. You see, mm-hmm. but as we condense, it becomes we came to correct. <laughs> And then that leads us into all kinds of different things, like control issues, and and separation, and and I'm better than you are. Mm-hmm. All these mm-hmm. all these things. The ego itself is formed out of this innate uh, need uh, we feel to correct things, 
but but our real intention was to correct it by bringing light to it, not by coming in and controlling it. <laughs> right, right. And of course, that uh, that term "light" you're using is uh, the same as consciousness. That pure conscious awareness of being. Right. True. Right. Yeah. We came in simply to be. Yeah. 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 We we came we came in simply to be. But then somehow we got the idea uh, from this world that being is not what's what, what's needed. What's needed is doing something about it. Mm-hmm. And that stems, and, and from that comes all of the uh, compulsive things we, we, we get involved in that, that we see that needs fixing. Right. That needs fixing. And so, but what we want to return to, what we want, what we are attempting to bring more into us, is this idea that we simply must be. And then the doing takes care of takes care of itself. Yeah, it's fruit. Much it naturally flows. Mass- right, right. It right. naturally flows. Reflected in Saint Matthew's Gospel. Simply being. When when we're in Saint Matthew, it says, you know, why do we worry? <laughs> you know, the sparrows don't worry. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. So here we are. We are spirit, and we are soul. And what this is is a relational experience, and we're perfectly aware. Time does not quite exist where you are, for time is a unique and peculiar experience that is very much linked to matter are to the body. Mm-hmm. We truly abide in this timeless state. When Yeshua was on earth, he called it eternal life. Mm-hmm. What he was saying to us in our terms that we can understand today is that I came to return you to this timeless quality this timeless state. And it's also spaceless as well. That's right. Timeless yeah. and spaceless. And and so this is some of the qualities that that we that we maintain uh when we are being Christ in form. So in keeping with our theme then, you know, having this understanding, you know, I I think of, as I listen to you both speak, I think of the analogy of the birth that we just celebrated at Christmas, Um, the birth of the, uh, repeating the celebration of the awareness of the Christ within. And so now, as we understand what is happening multidimensionally, how can we take that forward? How do we continue to... Um, increase that awareness as we move forward in 2012 and learn um, uh, to be to be that light, to be that presence. I mean, I think about some of the stories of when Yeshua was on the earth. I mean, he gave his message and he continued to walk from place to place and didn't ever really try to stop anything or fix anything mm-hmm. or prevent anything from happening or defend himself or mm-hmm. anything. He just simply, you know, gave the message and, and continued on his way and never never offered any resistance uh, to anything. Right. And I also think it's very important, since you're speaking about this and how do we go forward and how do we support, nourish, and encourage this state of awareness which we are experiencing and learning about 
This knowledge is a knowledge of love. It's a loving knowledge. Consciousness is a loving state. In that, we that nourishes this practice. That nourishes our future walk into what we can term the future. So we become even more aware of this loving consciousness, this loving wisdom that we can practically live out in our connection, not only with ultimate reality, Hashem, God, but amongst one another. Mm-hmm. That love casts out all fear and embraces the reality in a loving perception and consciousness. Absolutely. And that's something what? I don't think we hear enough about concerning 2012 and the future. Yes, I agree. You know, I, I think we start by making the intention that this is what we want in our life. We we make an intention that we want peace and we want love and we want to be the Christ in form. And then we do certain practices. And the practice leads us into the awareness that, yes, this is who I am. This is my essential nature. Once we become, uh, let's say, convinced of that, we can then begin to maintain that awareness in everything we do. Mm-hmm. And it's a gradual, for most of us, for me at least, it is a gradual process. And it's based on practice. I I think that's what this journey um, is really all about. And uh, as we we keep growing and expanding our awareness on all the levels, on our egoic level, on our physical level, emotional level, our mental level, you know, and what I think has happened for me, we we realize that, you know, there's something, there's something more that I have to be aware of in order to allow myself to see that egoic conditioning and and, uh, the circumstances of whether I'm a female or a male or where I live or whatever seems to separate me or set me apart is really... um, not what I need to focus on. Right. And so, to me, That's the right. journey it's for a... 20... Go ahead. Um, so, for me, the journey to 2012 seems to be um, the idea of um, that everything that we think we identify with or that we are in the circumstance of is really um, a very sm- are very small aspects of really who we are. And so I think going forward in 2012, my hope is to be able to uh, not consider those things outside of myself as so um, influential over my state of mind or my state of being and to to more and more allow what I know to be true inside of myself the the consciousness of the Christ or the truth the divine love presence the infinite mind uh to to begin to view the external uh more and more from that ex- ever expanding um inner consciousness of the truth of beingness and and that's what I would offer to our listeners this evening of this idea of of how do we live more of that uh, of that Christedness, that divinity within, uh, and it's and it's about 
placing less and less focus upon or importance upon events or circumstances or situations or labels or anything that has been placed upon us and begin to um it's very freeing to be able to regardless of what's ha- happening outside to continue to defer to the inside i'm seeing this with my eyes but what am i knowing on the inside mm-hmm. i turn on the news and i may see this thing event, event happening in the world but what can i really hold what is really true what is the truth that's true always you know, it's right. that the unconditional loving presence is always with me, and that is who I really am. And to allow, as Christ did, and many other teachers um, who had the Christ consciousness, I mean, we call it a Christ and Christed or enlightened consciousness, and we're not talking about the necessarily the individual person of Jesus, um, but more about the consciousness of the Christ and what he embodied and and taught and uh you know this we shall do and greater than this we we shall do and it's a state of beingness so for 2012 um for me the goal is to increase that ability to view everything from that inner place yes and what i see what i see happening uh in the world uh, that we see on the news, I think is is forcing us to go inside to reclaim this truth. Mm-hmm. I I agree. I think that's why we can't judge anything. I think everything you, you is know, a divine part of the plan. I mean, we we don't we don't really because of those things we're going within. That's that well yeah that. that that's why it's happening, I believe. It, it's all in perfect divine order. We don't see it that way because we buy into that that news as being the reality, mm-hmm. but it but it's not. You see, mm-hmm. I mean, if you listen, if, you know, Facebook is wonderful. If you listen to all the things on Facebook, we, we, our food is no good. It's going to kill us. We got this <laughs> reactor. We got this reactor in Japan. That's leaking all this nuclear poison, and so you know everything's going to be toast from that. We, 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 we our economy is going to completely crumble. Uh, and if, if none of this gets us, they're going to grab us all up and put us in de- in uh, detention camps. Okay, so what is the world telling us? We're toast. <laughs> And and so, but what it's going to do is force people to say, "Wait a minute, I'm an eternal being. This 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 simply is not the case." <laughs> you know what I love? I know I love what it says in in this lesson uh, a little further when it talks about going inward, and um, you know, uh, turning about as it says here into the seat of the soul, and changing the momentum of our consciousness. From an outward, seeking outward, to an inward momentum. Not that we want to escape from the world, because, you know, we try to do that all day long. But that we expand our consciousness of the inside, and we begin to allow changes to occur, rather than trying to make them change. Right. Right. There is a divine plan. The divine plan is going to occur, and it we just need to allow it to occur and and uh but notice our our you know our need to fix this and our need to fix that keeps keeps turning our attention outward when we begin to turn our attention inward it, it's like that old saying we used to say what if they held a war and nobody came mhm well, what if they held a crisis and nobody bought into it? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly that's exactly the point. I mean, there'll always be someone who will want to, uh, from the egoic perspective alone, uh, invite everybody to a crisis. Yeah. But you know, in reality, there is no such thing. 
but it's but it's through this resistance. Well, right. When we go you know, back in, and 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 we we shift the momentum of the world in doing this. You see, we shift it inward. Mm-hmm. And, and when we do this, those things don't matter, and we will allow correction to take place. And so, in reality, there is only ever one practice, and that's mindfulness. Returning to that pure state of unlimited consciousness. And in and shared individualization. True? Absolutely. I agree. You know, I love later on where it talks about, um, remember that, that all events are neutral. And I, I found that really hard at first to understand, but now that I understand it, and, and really it just means that... Um, uh, Dissolving as we awaken and expand our consciousness of the Christ within, we place less value upon certain ideas or expectations or perceptions of what life shouldn't shouldn't be and so forth. We get away from wanting to fix everything, right? And uh, we realize that our thoughts, you know, coupled with our ego and our emotional responses, have. Um, have in some way uh, caused us not to um, really awaken to the truth that all events are neutral. And, um, you know, the way of transformation, if we want to transform and expand that consciousness, we simply have to allow, uh, we can change the outer world by changing the inner world. We cannot fix the outer world by being in the outer world it's just we've been right. it just doesn't work we we have history right. to to, to to support that idea we keep trying it yeah. and of course it doesn't work yeah. right and if we truly knew we were multidimensional beings okay if we truly knew that everything we see is our own creation how would we see things differently mm-hmm. and when exactly. we saw things differently when we saw things differently, the world would conform to our viewpoint. It must. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And we each we each come to that in our own way and in our own time. And um, there's no race. And uh, the more of us that can though model that and 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 have that knowingness and 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 get through life each day, function from that inner knowingness and that inner deferring to that inner wisdom to the truth that is true always, that all is well and all events are neutral. If we could really try to embrace that, and it's it's not it's an it's a simple idea. It's not necessarily easy because as long as we keep our consciousness in the outer world and we begin to react to it and our ego's involved, you know, it prevents us from really remembering that those things are not real. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But the more that we can do it, it's interesting how our world does change. Yes. And um, and so that is my great prayer for. The, you know this turning of the year from 2011 to 2012 uh, to this great change, and it's my it's my inner prayer and hope that more and more of us who model this, who try earnestly to uh, be at peace within at all times, regardless of what is happening outside, and just continue to send love out into the world. Eventually, everyone, more and more and more, uh, more of us will begin to do that, and. Um, and and then the spirit of God, the truth of God, the power of God will then naturally things will change. Don't you love the silence? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I do. Yeah. I absolutely well, do. Yes, I can. <laughs> I really do. I think it's beautiful, and uh, we can find that 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 silence in all things, regardless of what's happening around us. And it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful retreat. You know, it's a, it's like being mm-hmm. on retreat when you can live from the inner knowing of the truth and um and it does dispel the darkness and the fear it's it's remarkable how my own my own personal life the more and more that i have been doing it particularly this year with a lot of external things happening and when i finally released my my egoic thought of trying to save everyone fix everyone you know rescue anybody truly all of those circumstances shifted they dramatically. Do. They do. And they do. And they do. And until each one of us has that experience, it's really hard to relate that to someone. It's 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 really hard to give someone else that experience by sharing our own journey. It's very hard to give them an experience from a descriptive you know, it's it's something that everyone has to finally just surrender to and embrace and uh, allow it to unfold inside of them. Yeah. And um, yeah. the one thing that I did that I, I kept telling myself, you know, Matt, no matter what I see happening in this one's life or that one's life, I know the truth. And the truth is this, that the Christ consciousness, the very presence of God, is within each and every one of those people. And that will always prevail. Yes. Nothing else can prevail. Whether Absolutely. I see it or not, whether I see it or not, whether it's in this lifetime or not, is is irrelevant. You know that will always prevail, and that took so much. I took so much pressure off of myself and ever and those people by thinking I had to worry about them and you know be all upset about it. And I quit doing that. And I began to sleep well at night, no matter what was happening. I never worried because the last thing I did every night was say to myself in my inner prayer as I went to sleep was I trust I know that all is well ultimately yeah. they are safe and they are the presence of God within them will will prevail yeah. and now I've seen outwardly changes in their uh, lives that is remarkable that could never have happened if I was in there trying to control it absolutely and that's why I'd like to share this prayer, which I use on my show, and ask us to come into alignment or into harmony with this. And that is, so our prayer for all, for each and every one of you out there, is to live this moment and every moment as the divine presence living you. This is the Christ. This is the light. This is the love. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you, Father Michael. That's, uh, That's exactly what we need to do. And it's really not a doing, is it? It's just... No, uh, knowing ha- having that yeah. having that awareness and just knowing that that will prevail and trusting that. Hasn't forsaken us yet. No, it certainly <laughs> hasn't. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's only been around two thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little prayer. Yes. Okay. Share. Do sh- do share. Okay, hopefully my connection will last long enough. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I welcome everything that comes to me today because I know it's for my healing. I welcome all thoughts, feelings, emotions, persons, situations, and conditions. I let go of my desire for power and control. I let go of my desire for affection, esteem, approval, and pleasure. I let go of my desire for survival and security. 
I let go of my desire to change any situation, condition, person, or myself. I open to the love and presence of God and God's action within me. Amen. 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 Beautiful prayer, Lee. Thank you. And that well, is um, the most wonderful thing about this study, about this coming into awareness of this infinite consciousness that we all share, is first thing, it heals. Only as we heal does that full revelation become a living reality for us all to share. So true. Absolutely. So true. And and that is what I hope for all of you listening. And and uh, I want to extend uh, to everyone tremendous blessings of inner peace, inner knowing, surrender to the divine presence that is always there, that is always true. And um, uh, that w- that will more fully be a part of each and every heart's uh, awareness and consciousness as we move into 2012. And uh, I want to thank everyone who listens to our show, particularly the, the those of you, many of you who listen to our shows uh, later on demand, the recorded uh, archived shows. We really, truly appreciate the support of this message that we we bring to you each week on Tuesdays and uh we thank you so much for your support and send you great great blessings and uh and uh peace for the for the new year. So thank you um Lee Allen Peterson um for this uh conversation this evening and I I um I I am very grateful to you and the the wonderful journey we have been on uh, these many years and and this ability for us to share this message uh as part of our ministry and uh and Father Michael Sherbert we thank you for uh joining us um in this conversation it's been a real blessing um to share this uh platform with you and and uh and look forward to be able to share more of these conversations in the next uh year so um i send you many blessings uh and to all of those that you hold dear there in Nebraska and everywhere and um wish you many blessings for the new year. It's an honor and it's uh, reciprocal and isn't it wonderful how Lee has remained with us throughout the entire show tonight? Yes. Ah. That was pretty awesome. Maybe it was a subject. Well, thank you but I I I really didn't. I was just able to make it seem <laughs> that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you again, uh, Lee, and many blessings to you in this next year. And I, I just know for sure that Divine Spirit is leading us, each of us, and all of us collectively on, in the perfect way. And um, and so with great uh uh, gratitude and blessings. I again thank you both for being here, and uh, I look forward to sharing this platform with you uh, next week. And um, I thank all of our listeners. We send you many, many blessings of peace and expanded awareness of that inner divine consciousness within each and every heart. Amen. Amen. And I love both of you. I love you too. Ditto. Ditto, ditto, ditto. And I love everybody listening. (laughs) Thank you for listening to The Way of Consciousness here on The Way of Consciousness Radio Network. Programming to inspire you to live from the divine indwelling within you. This was a production of the Order of the Friends of Yeshua. The Order of the Friends of Yeshua community was created to offer support to those who continually seek to embody the Christ message of love, forgiveness, compassion, oneness, and peace. 
OFJ is not interested in creating yet another worldly structure, which could, by its very nature, set itself apart and seeks not to focus on the personhood of Yeshua, Jesus, but to share in the divine realization that he came to share with us, which is that we are all created in the image and likeness of God.